What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got another good one for you today as the Dubs get ready for an unlikely Game 6 against the Clippers down in L.A. Steve Kerr has some thoughts as to why they are forced to a Game 6. KD explains what went wrong in Game 5. And music drama. That's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. And by the way, if you are looking for Locked On Warriors or any of the great podcasts throughout the Locked On Podcast Network, you can go to the new podcasting app, Himalaya. Go ahead and download that. Sign up. Not only does it have personally curated playlists for you, they're adding new top-of-the-line features every single day. Whether it's NBA, NFL, MLB, college sports, Locked On Podcast Network has you covered. So go ahead and click subscribe, rate and review, but especially do it for Locked On Warriors. Sorry that I did not have an episode out this morning because of the NFL draft last night. I was not able to get one done. Uh, work was crazy with the draft, but... Here we are today, still covering the dubs, still covering game six, uh, in which they should really just be having a couple of days off. But instead, here we are. Here we are. Game six in L.A. And I guess one of the positives is the fact that the dubs have been so good on the road. You still don't like playing on the road, though. I mean, conventional wisdom does not like the fact that they're having to play game six on the right road, obviously. It doesn't really matter because they're the Warriors. And if you're playing game six at home, it means you didn't have home court advantage. But still, it's just something to think about in this series that I don't like to do. I don't like to think about that. But you have to because it's it's a factor. It's there. Uh, like I said, Dub's taking on Clippers tonight. Some of the important aspects of tonight. What does Steve Kerr do? Does he look to change up the lineup at all? Does he start Kavon Looney? Does he start the death lineup? I don't think he'll go that far yet. I think if for any type of crazy reason it goes seven games, he'd do that. But I think right now the move might be to start Kavon Looney. Steve Kerr talked about his rotations a little earlier today and what he might do to change things up. Here's what he had to say. And I quote, everything is always on the table, Kerr said. Every playoff game, everything is always on the table. We consider everything. We go over every possibility. We hash it out. We ask our players their opinions on stuff, and we make adjustments. That's just how the playoffs work. Uh, when he was asked about changing his rotations and evaluating rotations, possible change in the lineup, he said, we could. You never know. So Steve Kerr, not committal or anything, really riding the fence, actually. But when asked about fatigue and what played a, a, a factor in Game 5 and that terrible loss in Game 5. He said, I didn't see fatigue. I just saw a lack of urgency. You can't win a playoff game without urgency. It's not that easy. So, again, uh, kind of unquantifiable, but I, I understand what he's saying because I, I think we all saw that. I think we all saw a really nonchalant team besides, you know, maybe KD and Draymond where, you know, I, I don't know. It was just it was a weird, weird game. Uh, KD was asked about it as well. He said, when we get a nice lead, we just tend to relax a little bit. 
Uh, I've said it before. Teams are looking for something to just get them back into the game. And he's right. That's what, that's what happened with the Clippers. Uh, more than anything, they played harder than we did. This is back to Kerr. Schemes go out the window when a team plays harder than you. Schemes don't matter unless you compete. I always say it every year that the first adjustment you have to make <clears throat> is playing harder. Then you can get into switching rotations and matchups. In L.A., we played really hard. In our last two home games, we let our guard down. The one thing you should know from watching the Clippers all year is that they're a competitive, fun team that enjoys playing together. They're not going to go away. You've got to put them away by competing. So, I mean, a lot of coach talk there. I don't know, man. There were, I think there were some things you could have done differently, Steve. But he's also correct about the fact that the team was nonchalant. And I don't know. Steph Curry looked gassed or I don't know. Uh, indifferent towards the game. It was a really weird Steph Curry game. And Steve Kerr actually had some thoughts on that as well. And uh, actually had a prediction for tonight, too. This is what Steve Kerr had to say about Steph and uh, how he expects him to play this evening. Speak of the basketball gods, um, all we're really saying is uh, you either deserve to win or you don't. Last game, we didn't deserve to win, so... We want to use the basketball gods as a metaphor. Just all it means is we didn't compete well enough uh, to win. So, but I know our group. You know, we've won three of the last four titles. We've been in so many situations. Uh, actually, we've been in more situations than this. We're we're actually in pretty good shape in this series. Uh, you know, up three two, right where you want to be in any series. Uh, we would have loved to finish it off, but we didn't do it. So now you got to just. Take stock and reevaluate and go, all right, 3 2, we're in the lead. We've got a crack at it uh, tonight. Let's go get it done. I mean, it seems like this season you guys have had some of your biggest wins on the road. Why do you think that is? Uh, why I do you guys have such a comfort? I think on the road you're just naturally more uh, on edge. You just naturally uh, have a little, a little more uh, appropriate fear, respect, uh, however you want to look at it. You just feel more threatened, and, and so you're just going. What's Steph's move? What are you reading from him? He's angry. Does the competitor mean activate? Uh, so, no, I think I think Steph is—he's uh, been doing this for a long time, obviously, and uh, he's been through it. He's you know, maybe hasn't had his best couple of games. Uh, so you guys know Steph. He's a competitor, and he's uh, awfully resilient. And I bet you he has a good game. There's Steve Kerr. He That was the last thing he said. I bet you Steph has a really good game with a wry smile. I, I sure hope so. It's been a couple of rough ones for Steph. He also mentioned some other things, as I've, I've talked about before. Steve really believes in the basketball gods and not cheating the game and this and that. And when you come out and play in the playoffs uh, with the effort that they did, it you know, it, it doesn't work. The basketball gods get you. And that's what happened. Uh, he also... Well, also, I look, it's something we've dealt with all year, and I I wish they'd just turn the music down or not do these interviews with uh, on the court while people are playing in an empty arena that echoes and, you know, is bumping music. But that's what they do. And a funny little story yesterday with Steve Kerr and Draymond. Steve, during his uh, press availability, asks them to turn the music down and turn it down for, for the reporters. You know, so can they can hear him and he can hear them and they do it. And then about a second later, uh, the music goes back up because 
Draymond was listening to his music, man. Draymond was getting a workout and he needed his music. And so, of course, that turned into an article about tension between the two. And so Steve coming out today uh, to open his press conference says, hey, hey Ray Ritter, can you, can you turn that music down? Uh, Steve Kerr, always funny, always uh, has a bit going. I'm a big fan of bits. <laughs> he also wasn't afraid to take any of the blame uh, on game five. He said, you know, that was my fault. I have to have my guys ready to play up 3-1. And that's part of it. I mean, even if he tried to do everything right, it still falls on the head coach some. And you got to fall on your sword. It's it's what you got to do. It hurts, but, you know, it's why you shouldn't run with your sword. But uh, sometimes you got to fall on it. That's exactly what he did. Going to take a quick break. Come back. I want to get to some KD sound, uh, some more stuff regarding tonight's game, and a little more on what happened in Game 5. That's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On podcast network but first wise camera is the indoor camera that does it all wise is packed with premium features that allow you to see everything from anywhere for only 20 bucks you get 1080p full hd images so clear you're not gonna miss a thing night vision two-way audio wise's mission is to bring amazing smart home products accessible to everyone you can check on your home anytime with wise's apps live stream and you can do it from your phone, literally from anywhere. You also get a free rolling 14-day cloud storage with no subscription. That's two weeks free of cloud storage. You can do anything with these cameras. You can watch your kids, you know, terrorize your house, bird watching. You can watch food simmer on the stove. You can keep an eye on your laundry. You can watch contractors repave the driveway with time lapse. You want more? They got that too. Just $10 more wise campaign. Gives you 360-degree coverage in under three seconds. Life moves fast. So should your cameras. You can be, you can patrol your room with PanScan. Set the camera's patrol route with up to four custom waypoints. You set the waypoint, click a button, boom. That's where your camera's going. You can track the action. It works with Alexa. Like I said, two weeks, free cloud storage, and it works with your mobile phone literally from anywhere. Go to wise.com slash lock to get the guaranteed Lowest price, that is wise.com slash locked. What up, everybody? Welcome back into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. The Dubs, as we all know, lost game five, getting ready for game six this evening. Steve Kerr, as I mentioned, took a little heat, I guess. Took, Took a little responsibility for losing game five, not having the team ready. But he wasn't the only one who felt they weren't prepared or didn't prepare themselves correctly. Draymond Green and Kevin Durant also blamed themselves, which is leadership. But I would disagree. I feel like those were two of the only ones who really showed up to play. But Steve Kerr uh, mentioned them pointing the finger at themselves. And, and here's Steve on that that topic. Julian, uh, it's actually for... Several of the guys, it's like their seventh straight year in the playoff. So we know what this feels like. We've been here before. And uh, to answer your question on how do we do it, um, it's film. It's, uh, it's um, challenging uh, the group, uh, reminding them what they've done uh, in the past few years and uh, reminding them that we've been here before. So, 
human human nature. Just what do you think of some of the other guys also taking ownership for him on saying they need to do more defensively and stuff saying they need to do more as well? Well, we're all in this together and, um, you know, our job as a coaching staff is to try to give give our guys the best blueprint, the best plan. And their jobs as players is to is to bring their energy and their poise and their execution. And, and at the end of the day, we all either win or we lose, and uh, we do it together. So um, it's very collaborative, and uh, we've got really really smart basketball players. And, uh, they know they know the drill. There's Steve talking about just the fact that they've been in the playoffs for so many years and it's a tough it's a tough draw you know 7 years straight for a lot of these guys and uh they they know where they are and how how to handle it etc uh one thing with Kerr he's only played the death lineup or Hamptons 5 or whatever the hell you want to call it about 6 minutes a game and he's definitely going to need to bump that up that was one thing that I didn't like in game 5 was I don't think he was desperate enough with his rotations and and not going to the Hamptons Five and, you know, not playing Looney uh, more minutes and things like that. So I, I think we will see some of that tonight. And I know they're proud and, and arrogant and don't want to come off as needing to be desperate against the Clippers, but this shouldn't this this should have been over in four. You know? And the fact it's made it to six is is not great. It's not going to ruin the playoffs or anything. I don't think it's going to kill them, but man, this is something they should have taken care of in four games. Uh, KD talked about what happened in game five. Uh, he had a, a different look uh, when it came to the Clippers, a different uh, philosophy when it came to the Clippers and what happened and uh, a similar philosophy on how the Warriors played. Here's KD. I mean, let's be real. Those guys, those, it was a perfect storm for the Clippers last game. You know, we came out with shitty energy to start. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say shitty, but more so just a little bit more relaxed than we were the two games before. And they made shots to start the game. When you give a team like this, you know, you open the door for them to drop some rim, uh, offensive rebounds, kick out threes. You know, they're already playing loose and free. Give them more confidence. So uh, we just got to do a better job starting off the games or throwing a little things. Excuse the language from Kevin Durant, uh, but he's right. They came out with bad energy. They came out relaxed, and they allowed the Clippers to be in the game and, and win the game. You know, you can't. You give an inch, they'll take a mile. And so, hopefully, they come out locked in, play hard. Don't let Patrick Beverly get. You know, a bunch of offensive rebounds. Uh, hopefully Patrick Beverly doesn't outplay Steph again. Uh, KD said it was kind of a perfect storm for the Clippers. I could see it. I mean, you're not going to get, what, five, six threes out of Patrick Beverly every night. Um, you might if you continue to blow rotations and leave them completely wide open. But I don't expect to see that tonight. This team is better on the road for whatever reason. That's not a great sign for the playoffs. But, again, if they ever can lock in 
this team is unstoppable. The question is whether they'll do it or not. And the fact they haven't done it yet with Houston coming up next makes you a little nervous. Makes me a little nervous. I still wouldn't be surprised if they do lock in and handle Houston easily. But again, the fact they haven't done it yet, not a great sign. Not a great sign. Going to take one last break, come back. I'm going to go over some of the things that they need to do tonight to get this win, to wrap this thing up, and, uh, you know, get, get us moving towards tonight's game. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Went over some sound from today's shoot-around. Uh, Steve Kerr and Kevin Durant mostly, uh, I think exclusively, and they feel the same way. They just were not ready for Game 5 and expect a much different Game 6, and I sure would hope so. The questions that remain are, will they be locked in? Will they be ready to go? Will Steph be energetic? Um, I know I've I've been harping on it, but I, I don't know if y'all agree with me. Hit me up on Twitter at CTH415. Am I tripping or... Was that the weirdest Steph game you can remember? Because he's had bad games, but I've just never seen him look so lethargic. And maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm tripping, but that's what I saw, and it was weird. Even in his bad games, he has energy. He's running off screens. He's he's locked in. He's uh, focused. He's you know he's you know tons of energy. But I don't know. I just didn't see it in Game Five. And it's one of those things that I I don't know if I've ever seen before. But anyways, things they need to do tonight to win. Steve Kerr, you know, you got to be a little desperate, man. Go to the best players. Again, I think he should have been more desperate in Game 5. Instead of managing minutes, you know, oh, I I don't want to play someone 40 minutes. You know, that's five minutes too much. Okay, well, now they have to play an extra game. So it's it's... Short-term gains over long-term gains, Steve, and hopefully we'll see that tonight if necessary. Uh, It might not be necessary. I would love to see them go to the rack a lot more. That's one thing they did not do in Game 5. They settled for a whole lot of jumpers. I'd love to see KD, Steph, go to the rack a lot more. I mean, KD was – he's almost exempt from Game 5. He balled out in Game 5. He was one of the only ones who actually showed up. But Steph, I'd like to see Steph go to the rack more. If he's not – Knocking down threes. Uh, If he's not having a a fire Steph game, get to the hoop. Especially the way they've been blowing the whistle in this series. You're going to be going to the line if you're driving to the hoop. Um, If the threes aren't falling, if he's not going 9 of 12 from three, get to the hoop. And one thing I want to see, blow these guys out, man. Be locked in. Blow them out. Give me another 30-point win. And let's move on to Houston. Uh, Quick updates in the Western Conference playoffs and a little Eastern Conference update, too. In the Western Conference, the Spurs locked the game or the series up with the Nuggets. They are now headed to a Game 7, which they will play tomorrow at 7 p.m. Be sure to check that one out. And the Sixers and Raptors series starts uh, tomorrow as well. So round two is already starting in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Western Conference kind of slowed down by the Spurs in the in the Clippers series. Well, Spurs, Nuggets, Clippers, Warriors. So, I believe regardless of what happens tonight, there will be another Warriors game on Sunday. 
It just depends whether it's Game 7 against the Clippers or Game 1 against Houston. Celtics-Bucks series will start on Sunday as well. So be sure to check all those out, man. Playoffs is still the best. I still love it. Can't get enough of it. I think I'll be back tonight with a quick game recap, probably a little 10-minute hitter after the game, but be sure to check that out. Thank you guys so much for listening to Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth, right? You got to go over the rough spots. (laughs) Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.